Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers. I'm Aaron Fraser. And I'm Ed Bose. It's been a pretty rough year for Hindi cinema so far, but luckily there have been lots of streaming shows that have caught our attention, but some might say too many. That's right, lovers. It's our second pilot season. A battle royale where six shows enter and one show leaves. Manipulative writers, drug baronesses, love-struck vampires, night managers... <laughs> Find out which show has us ready for more, and which shouldn't have made it out of the writer's room. This episode is brought to you by Bollywood Monster Mashup, the largest South Asian festival in Canada, happening at Mississauga Celebration Square, July 21st and 22nd. Before we begin, we'd like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, home to First Nations and Métis people. So Matt, we're getting to the mid-year point uh-huh. Uh, I think by the time this episode is out, we'll actually like be at the mid-year point. We're past the mid-year point, slightly. Yeah. So we're working. What on, a year it's been! <laughs> we're working on our annual mid-year review episode where we punch rapid- ourselves in the nuts over and over again, <laughs> watching a bunch of movies that shouldn't have happened. Yeah, we rapid-fire review uh, the notable Bollywood releases uh, of the first six months of the years. Notable. The year- and this might be one of the worst years we've seen <laughs> doing this podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're six months in, and there's really only been one Bollywood movie worth getting excited about. Yeah. Uh, we do this for you, for you people. <laughs> like, this is worse than 2020. Yeah, like, how did the actual pandemic years have better movies than this one? Yeah. And don't uh, get me wrong, Pathan. Great movie. Well, that's we a did a whole episode about it. It ruled. But then no one else wanted to release a film. Yeah, I was just going to say, like... Is it still thanks. in theaters? I don't know. Hmm. It isn't here. I mean, it's on Amazon. Yeah, now. it's on Amazon. And there's an extended version, which which Ooh. we haven't watched. Um, but yeah, thank... It would be funny if our review was just <laughs> doing the same episode again. Yeah. Here's the only movie that came out. <laughs> uh, thank God for Shah Rukh Khan, because it's just like... He saved it. There's really been nothing to look forward to. But that's another episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's been a lot of streaming releases that have caught our attention, mm-hmm. as we said in our opening. And uh, I think we just haven't really known <laughs> what we should check out. Yeah. And so we thought we'd do, uh, we'd bring back the pilot season uh, episode. So we did this back in 2020 where, again... 2020? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so long ago. Uh, where there were a number of shows that we were interested in and we decided to watch the first episode of six of the shows that we were most interested in and then discuss them and decide at the end of that episode which show we would be committing to watching a whole season of and doing our next Netflix and Dill episode on. And that's how we ended up watching The Family Man, which I think remains show. one of our favorite, not just Indian streaming shows, just one of our favorite streaming shows ever. I yeah, it was great. love The Family Man. Where's that third season? Uh, so we have six shows again. Most of them are from 2023, so they're all very recent. Uh, we did pick one from 2022. I'm not sure why, but we'll get I'll to that. I'll explain why. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, but before we get into it, we want to give a shout out to 
friend of the show, past and future guest, Suchin Mirotra, who recently launched his own podcast on streaming series called it's a great title. The Streaming Show. Very fun. Um, Suchin has long been one of our guides, our go-to people in terms of navigating the uh, Indian streaming show space. And yeah, I, he I'm, writes and does videos for... Yeah. Um, Film Companion. Film Companion. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he's a good... I, I don't envy him watching <laughs> so many uh, TV shows, yeah. but like, you know, he, he's doing it for you people. Yeah. Uh, he's given us great recommendations in the past. So I'm, I'm really excited uh, that he's launched his own podcast. And uh, you can listen to it where he's interviewing major players like Vikram Aditomotwane and Nikhil Advani. Uh, so we'll leave a link down in the show notes and yeah if you're a fan of uh, Indian streaming Interviews series and yeah, yeah it's, behind the scenes type really stuff yeah. check it out and just check out his uh, videos too yeah. it's really good we also want to quickly mention uh, this is something happening in Hollywood not in the Indian film industry, but I think it is worth mentioning that mm -hmm. there's currently a writer's strike going on in Hollywood, uh, and a lot of the issues around the writer's strike relate to streaming, streaming shows. TV, TV shows yeah. uh, and so writers the are same not streaming TV shows we're looking at now. Well, yeah, not I, the same ones, but yeah, that that whole infrastructure. Yeah, and things work differently in the uh, Indian and the, the Hindi language film industry than they do in Hollywood. Uh, and so we can't necessarily compare these things one to one in terms of like how royalties traditionally work in the Hollywood industry mm -hmm. um, to what's happening, like to how the industry works in, in India. But I still think it's worth mentioning uh, because so much of why the writers are striking relates to lack of royalties for streaming shows, streaming shows yeah. and kind of budget cuts that don't allow writers to be on set and produce quality shows. Smaller uh, writers' rooms. Yeah. And, and the and rise... being called into writers' rooms even if the show isn't going to go. Yeah. Yeah. And Just having to do a ton of Zoom calls. Like, you hate Zoom mm -hmm. calls? So oh, do I. Man. But they're all on Zoom calls now. Yeah. And the rise of um, AI and AI writing programs uh, that are also, you know, taking taking work away from writers it's uh, worse than that it's what what the studios want to do is have the AI come up with plots mm -hmm. and then just have the writers like spell check them mm -hmm. that's so much worse yeah. like it's it's not even that an AI is stealing your job it's that your new job is to make the AI's stupid ideas better yeah and where does the AI get its stupid ideas from a vast reservoir of human mm -hmm. ideas that have already been written it, it doesn't come up with them mm -hmm. it just mashes a bunch of shit together yeah so like yeah, you would just be basically a word janitor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So again, this you know we're talking about a, a different industry, but you know we very much support the writers' strike, mm -hmm. and so because um, because of the nature of this episode, we wanted to to mention it. But also, again, this is another great opportunity to plug Suchin's show, yeah. the streaming show, because if you're interested in understanding more about how streaming the streaming show. Uh, industry works in India. He's the guy. That's that's the yeah. place to go. You know, like I said, he has interviews with top players and uh, understands how that system works in a way that I don't think we ever will. <laughs> no. Uh, I hope they bleed the studios dry. Yeah. They deserve every penny. And 
Yeah. If you're a fan of something, you should think about the people that made it. Yes. Because they deserve to live. Yes. And maybe... And the other thing is that the way that the writer's rooms are set up now, no one really gets a chance to, like, start off as a writer and then work their way up to showrunner. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get, like, a Vince Gilligan, for example, who worked on the X-Files and then goes off and makes Breaking Bad. Like, you have to kind of apprentice and learn the industry and then kind of grow into it. Mm -hmm. And there's no room for advancement there anymore. It's, Mm -hmm. It's all basically algorithmically driven now mm-hmm. so yeah screw the studios take them for all their money and on that note we're going to get into the shows that we're discussing uh for our second pilot season so the first one i have them kind of laid out chronologically this is the order we watched them in too but no no we no. watched the hod last yeah but I have them laid out chronologically from the oldest show to the newest show. And now you're wondering, why did we watch a show from 2020? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. So our first show is Bestseller. Uh, it's streaming on Amazon. It's eight episodes. And it came out February 18th, 2022. I was and tricked. So I'm not entirely sure why we watched this show over Farzi. Oh, I know why that one Raj, is. Raj and DK's show. Which, I know why that is. Okay. That looks good enough that we should just do an episode on it. Yeah. Well, because again, like we, we do quite like Raj and DK. Yeah. I was, um, I, I, I knew you were going to mention that, but I thought like, that looks good enough. It's about counterfeiting. That's cool. Yeah. We should just watch that for an episode anyway. Yeah. So I was kind of just taking that one out of contention. Yeah. Okay. So we accidentally watched a show that's like over a year old. Yes. Um, I think the title and the premise just kind of hooked us because even though I've heard no one talk about this show, but I think the title and the premise hooked us because uh, you're always interested in literature, like things said in the literary okay. world. Things no, said in the I want to be very specific. Okay. I don't really care about authors, uh-huh. but it is interesting when you're an industry is a TV show, okay. right? Like yeah. if they're, I don't know, you're a, you're a harder example, but like if your job is to work at the video store or something, mm-hmm. like there was that terrible blockbuster TV show. If you worked at a video store, you obviously want to watch it to find out what it's like. And I am interested in sort of business dealings having to do with books. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, this is just a bad show about authors. (laughs) (laughs) So I was disappointed. Um, We're not going to tell you all the names this time because it's going to turn into name apocalypse. Right. But this show features Mithun Chakraborty and Shruti Hassan. Yeah. And Arjun Bajwa. So, yeah. um, We didn't really see Mithun Chakraborty in the first episode. He's in the opening titles. Yeah. But uh, this show is about a guy who is an author who wrote a... I don't even know if it was well-regarded. It was just sort of like a popular book. Yeah. Um, There's there's not a lot of info here about it, but he wrote a popular book that has a a title that's a little confusing and has been kind of stuck with writer's block ever since. Yeah. His wife is a commercial director, and he doesn't respect her... Um, profession, even though he's a hack himself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a young woman who is escaping sort of a violent past, mm-hmm. and she's working at a coffee shop. She runs into the author, and she's his biggest fan. And what it looks like is going to happen is that the author is going to steal her work mm-hmm. and make a new book, because he's got writer's block. Yeah. So, 
But, but there's an intern. There's a spooky intern at the, at the wife's company. Yeah, who uh, you know is is behind the scenes watching all of this and is going to expose the know. writer. I don't yeah. like again. We've only watched one episode. Uh, like there have been some <laughs> relatively famous plagiarism scandals. Yeah, but no one cares. Like. It, it, it might there's uh, there's a couple French guys that got caught doing it, and mm-hmm. there was actually um, <clears throat> if you want to go super deep dish into my background, there was actually a sort of mini scandal where a mainland Chinese author got caught uh, using Canadian Chinese uh, mm. authors' stories, hmm. and there was a whole lawsuit about it. And there was also that whole thing with um, the woman at the window. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, AJ Finn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That weird guy. Mm-hmm. So, like, it occasionally happens, but really no one cares about this premise of, oh, no, an author didn't think of story. Funny to think of in the age of AI, where large sections of the population have been fine with yeah. computers just ripping people off. I think we wanted, like, a thriller version of Younger. Yes, that's exactly uh, what I wanted. <laughs> a show... You can explain Younger. A perfectly good show that <laughs> that is very enjoyable. Yeah, it has a very silly premise, Sutton Foster. It's based on a YA book, I think, or like a romance novel, basically. Yeah. Sutton Foster plays a woman who's, like, in her 40s. Uh, who used to be in publishing. Who used to be in publishing and then, like, left her career to raise her daughter um, and has to kind of go back to work and she looks young so she she, she gets looks relatively young yeah so everyone thinks she that pretends she's actually 25. she's in her 20s and that's what she has to do to get a job so she pretends to be younger but it's set and she works at a imprint called millennial yeah but it's set at a publishing company um and yeah delightful delightful show no one gets murdered uh, it's a frothy romance and yeah it kind of like pokes fun at self-serious authors yeah and and sometimes like its view of the publishing industry is pretty ludicrous um but it does it in a really fun way that i think actually is really clever like it it knows like who the popular authors are and, and yeah. stuff it's it can make a jonathan franz yeah book. whereas this this just felt like bestseller just felt deeply stupid it's based on a book <laughs> the bestseller she wrote see like um the, i am very interested in how the publishing uh world in india works because yeah. there was a really big publisher that went out of business i think it was westland west side something like that and it really did a number on indie publishing there but what i find interesting is those like train bookstores where it's just piles and piles of books like how does that even work yeah um and probably the best movie about this is barely keep Murphy, which has that as kind of the instigating incident yeah Uh, if you guys know any other movies or tv shows in like the publishing side of it i'd love to see it but we should i don't need to watch another dumb movie dumb show about an author we already have koi johnny not yeah we should watch mary perry bindu at some point which is about an author, but I think I think you'd still like. But point is, like, the twist at the end of the first episode of bestseller, made, like, we it's burst not even a twist. Yeah, it, we burst out laughing. We rolled our eyes. I can see why uh, I don't hear anyone talking about this show. And I, yeah, this was this was my least favorite. I hated this. Yeah, this the guy. reception page is very funny <laughs> on Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay, it, it, it topped out at two stars, one and a half, two. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, our next show. Someone uh, called it a pure junk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, our next show is also something uh, that we are familiar with um, because this is a Hindi language remake of a popular book and that was also made into a series. And this is the first of uh, two shows we're going to be talking about that are available on Hotstar. I'm always excited when we can talk about streaming services that aren't yeah. Amazon and Netflix. Also, funnily enough, we've now watched as many episodes <laughs> of the English language version of this story as we have the Hindi language version of this story. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So this is The Night Manager, adapted from the Jean Le Carré novel and also the 2016 uh, Suzanne Beer uh, miniseries. Uh, now you've read a lot more. I've not, I haven't read any Jean Le Carré, so you've definitely read more Jean yeah. Le Carré than I have. Matt. I've read probably twelve. 13. Yeah, but you haven't you read want, this You one. want to talk about stupid inside baseball publishing stuff? I really like the trade dress <laughs> on these, and I like yes. how they all matched. So I think I bought the Spyro King from the cold somewhere, and I was like, wait, these all match? I'm going to buy all of them like a dumb idiot. And I have kept right reading them, and I've loved all of them except for the naive and sentimental lover. That there's a reason why Le Carre is not known as like a classic comedy writer yeah because his comedy is very bad but he's the master of Cold War mm -hmm. spy storytelling and he's also pretty good at post Cold War stuff yeah. which is what the night manager is yeah yeah, and this is one you haven't read. No. Yeah. It's not in this series. <laughs> um, but I've seen a lot of adaptations of Le Carre's work. Yeah. Um, and I'm always interested. They're always uh, well-plotted stories and often featuring fantastic casts. And they're just like, they're always solid. Yeah. That being said... You uh, like the little drummer girl a lot. That was... Yeah, the one so you were thinking of while we watched this. We tried to watch um, The Night Manager at the same time that we were watching Park Chan Wook's adaptation of Little Drummer Girl. Yeah. And that rules, by the way. You should watch it. Yeah, and that I think just, and that is not as popular of a series as The Night Manager is. And I think that. I don't just, know. I've never heard anyone like The Night Manager is reflected as like, here's a Park Chan Wook entry. Like, this is part of his oeuvre. You mean Little Drummer Girl. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Little Drummer Girl. Like, I've always heard that as just like, yeah, this is a well-respected film director. This should be classified along with his movies. The Night Manager, I've like, I've heard it was popular, but I've never really The Night really Manager heard. was really popular. I guess. I, like, I, I, I guess I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Um, and so we, we, we tried to watch both series at the same time and Little Drummer Girl just caught our attention far more than The Night Manager did. And I'd taken the discs out of the library and I ended up lending them to my mom. And then when she gave them back, we just never ended up completing the yeah. series. Yeah. Your mom and dad are, they like Le Carre type stuff. Yeah. Um, I so, mean, so do I. So yeah. I, I have mom and dad taste in this regard. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we've only seen the first episode of both of these shows. Now, this is going to be eight episodes. The first half of the... Zinta is an executive producer. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. The first half of the series came out on February 16th, and then part two is coming out June 30th. So it will be out like by the time... Two this, days from now. Yeah, yeah, by the time this episode uh, is released. And it has... An all-star cast of Anil Kapoor, Aditya Roy Kapoor, Tilotama Shome. Uh, Subita Dulipalia, who yeah. I always like her. Yeah, this is, yeah. Uh, this definitely has a... This is the biggest cast of any of these things we watched, I think. Yeah, it has a, it has a sheen, a certain kind of... It does have of, a sheen. Um, you know, 
it, it it's screams. Gl- it's glitzy. It's glitzy. It has a pedigree. It screams quality. Now, yeah. I was apprehensive about this because as much as I love the rest of the names in the cast, we're not huge. <laughs> the main character, the titular night manager. Yeah. The titular night manager is Aditya Roy Kapoor, and we're not huge Aditya Roy Kapoor fans. But, Matt? I think we can explain, though. Like, okay, so in... Um, he's good in Yejivani Hai Divani. He's good in Yejivani Hai Divani, and he's okay in, a, like, uh, I'm trying to think of other things I saw him in. Action Replay, I don't think anyone's going to fix that movie. No. But I don't Ash like... Ashiki too. Yeah, I just don't like him as a main hero. I find him extremely boring, and yes, he's hot, he has good abs, but that thing where he's like a cyborg or whatever, like, I feel like he's not always playing to his strengths. Fatour, like... Okay, Janu. Yeah, actually, okay, Janu was okay. I I don't mind that, but like, I think... He does kind of work better as like a... Kalonk. Oh, right. <laughs> I think he would work better for me. Lots of people disagree, but like I think he works better as just kind of like a blank slate hot guy who gets into situations. Yes. And doesn't really need to have a huge personality because, say, Anil Kapoor is present, yeah. having tons of personality for everybody. Yeah. As we were watching this, I thought, oh, actually, this is the perfect use of Aditya Roy Kapoor. Because he's an unassuming guy he who's should, not trying to get into trouble. He should do stuff like this. And I want to say, like, in this first episode, I think this is the best performance I've ever seen from him. I, yeah. w- I really liked him. Yeah, he was good. I'm as surprised as anyone. And I, you know, Anil Kapoor doesn't show up until the very very end of this episode and as soon as he walks in you're like ah there we go yeah as soon as he walks in you're like ah there you go but i but you've spent an hour with building up aditya roy kapoor's character and i actually felt by the end of that hour i was like oh they really put together like an interesting character here um but that's also the pedigree of being a jean le carré novel yeah like not every series Definitely not every film that Aditya Roy Kapoor has been involved in has an author like Jean Carré thinking of an interesting story for him to be in. Yeah. Um, So we should quickly, like, touch on the plot. For those that are familiar with the story, they transpose the settings to Asia, obviously. So Well, uh, the original was the book. The original is Cairo in Switzerland. Yeah. So here we have Bangladesh. So the first episode takes place in Bangladesh. And then the rest of the series, presumably, is going to take place in Shimla. Love a good Shimla. So Aditya Roy Kapoor plays the titular night manager. And when the show opens, he's working in Bangladesh. Uh, it's a time of unrest. And there's... It's the Rohingya... Um, the refugees are leaving... Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Myanmar? Yeah. Yeah. And they're coming into Bangladesh. And there's a lot of protests and things. And in, in the original... This is actually kind of interesting. Yeah. The night manager, the TV show is like to um, mid to 2010s during the Arab Spring. Mm-hmm. But the book came out in 93. Yeah. So it's also not even adapting <laughs> yeah. the book the way it made sense. Yeah. So it was more of a post-Soviet thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So both of them are really playing with the subject material. Yeah. So he's working at this hotel and there's a young woman now... In the English language adaptation, like this is a woman who is like Tom Hiddleston's age that he has an affair with. We should say it's Tom Hiddleston and uh, Hugh Laurie. Um, Hugh Laurie is the yeah. bad guy. 
But here, it's a 14-year-old girl who's... Child bride. Yeah, who's a child bride who's asking Aditya Roy Kapoor to, to help her. She is Indian, and she wants to get back to her home country. She's stuck and with so, this Bangladeshi kind of rich douchebag. Mm-hmm. And so in order to do that, she records some information that he's an arms dealer. Mm-hmm. And he gives, she gives that information to Aditya Roy Kapoor, who then um, can pass it on to Ra. It eventually ends up with Tilla Tamashome. Yeah. She's want... the Bangladesh desk lady. Yeah. She, it's her job to pay attention to um, you know, spy data from there. Yeah. Now, I don't want to ruin too much about this first episode because, I mean, this this whole story arc in this first episode, like, is... It's good. It's very... It's well-contained. I think it's... Even though I don't know where this goes, I think it's a really good introduction to hook you for the rest of the series. Yeah. Um, but point is, uh, we then... Like, this is a flashback. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of setting everything up for what's to come. Well, a lot of like books Anil, are like that, too, where yeah. someone who is not necessarily necessarily in the security services of the uh, mm-hmm. of the United Kingdom kind of like happens upon something or gets recruited and kind of goes on a adventure yeah so it's it's pretty standard territory for him but uh, we don't see a lot of movies like this or anything in Hindi mm-hmm. cinema yeah and and Anil Kapoor is is you know the big bad he's the big arms dealer yeah uh, I really want to watch more of this it was good yeah I'm more interested in watching more of this than I am in in Hiddleston and Hugh Laurie yeah so my main issue with this and it's pretty small and this is probably going to be inherent in the book as well is that I didn't really know why they had it set in Bangladesh apart from like Oh, it's the police are corrupt, but the police are corrupt in India too. Like, mm-hmm. it, I thought it was maybe trying to jump on this whole Rohingya genocide re- refugees thing. Like, and I don't know what that brought to the story. Mm-hmm. And the Arab Spring as well for the um, the British version. Like, if it was set in '90s Cairo, I feel like you're just kind of adding actual historical events to the mix for not a real reason because they leave after like Mm -hmm. that's not a huge spoiler the first episode is mostly in Bangladesh and then after it goes to Shimla so like why was it in Bangladesh Mm -hmm. right but yeah it was shot nicely Uh, it had an interesting opening sting where you're like oh how's he get into this pickle Mm -hmm. even before all the uh, the stuff at the hotel Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah I would be interested in watching it as well I thought it it was cool yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like it just it had again that 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 prestige. Like this is what I want from a prestige drama. And I think yeah. people know at this point how I feel about Anil Kapoor. Yeah. And I admit I want to see the rest of this performance from Aditya Roy Kapoor because I was really impressed with him in this first episode. Like he honestly doesn't say much. He's yeah. in the background. He's kind of a customer service guy. Yeah. But by the he's, end of the first again, episode, he's just like, I really hate Anil Kapoor. I'm going to do yeah. whatever it takes to take this guy down. Like, again, you kind of explaining, like, the typical Jean Le Carré protagonist. Like, I'm just like, yeah, that is exactly a good role for Aditya Roy Kapoor. I yeah. just kind of like some of these, like, lovelorn roles we've seen him play. I just... I don't, but I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe I just don't like those roles in general. But 
now I'm starting to see like that is just kind of been a waste of his talent when he should yeah. be doing more like suave spy stuff. <laughs> he looks. He he does not wear a tuxedo in the show, but he does in the poster for it. Yeah, looks good. Yeah, and as a spy, you're supposed to be kind of like handsome, but you also blend into the crowd and like. He is handsome, but he's also kind of nondescript. Yeah. So it works. Yeah. So this is like, this is one of That's my... That's high up there for you? This is high up there for me. I think there's some um, good stuff here, so this is going to be... I know. We, we didn't explain that we were only going to pick one of these to watch. Yes, so. we did. Okay, well, I'm explaining it again. <laughs> uh, I'm also really excited about this next show, Tooth Party, When Love Bites. <laughs> I don't know if it needs a subtitle, but I think this had the kind of the best world building of all the shows and yeah and definitely the best premise and i think this is the most fun of all the shows is this the most us kind of show maybe so the same week that we watched this episode we also started playing vampire the masquerade for the first time yeah. um which is a tabletop rpg it's where, been around for 30 years yeah where you play as vampires in modern day in modern day yeah and it had like at least the game that we're playing like there's a whole hierarchy with like the cities oh, yeah, the city that, yeah. that yeah. you live in um and you know like we've we've had a couple of weeks of developing our vampire characters and like if you've ever played a tabletop rpg like they are very goofy like even though like they seem all like serious it's it's just like a bunch of friends sitting around a table rolling dice and just like making up goofy stuff um so i just think we were just like perfectly primed for tooth party (laughs) this is also the second teletama show me yeah (laughs) joint here yeah do you want me to explain the plot sure yeah so this is created by a guy named pratam d gupta and features shantanu maheshwari and tanya magtala who i couldn't place until i had to look it up but she was the main Mm. character of a suitable boy yeah and she goes on to this and much sexier role than a suitable (laughs) boy like that's a you know 1950s sort of romantic drama whereas this is a modern day vampire movie <laughs> show um, the premise of this is so good yeah so Tanya Manaktala plays Rumi mm-hmm. who is a vampire who it was not exactly clear how old she is but like early 20s well she looks that way yeah um, oh, sorry. How how old like as a vampire? Yeah, yeah. But so this takes place in Calcutta, and all mm-hmm. vampires live underneath a hospital <laughs> where a guy named um, Ad Ad, played by Adil Hussein, <laughs> who is a human, is kind of got them under his sway because mm-hmm. he's like like a Renfield type, I guess. Yeah. I don't think vampires have all the powers in this world because. Like, this one human kind of bosses them around because <laughs> he's wearing a, a silver jacket. Yeah. But he keeps them all underground, and it's, like, forbidden to go outside. Yeah. So, obviously, Rumi goes outside all the time and <laughs> seduces men and drinks their blood because the blood they get at this underground... Hospital house. bunker. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of Zion from uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Matrix, yeah. where you're hiding out from robots. But goofier. Yeah. But it's got, like, Dance Dance Revolution, <laughs> and yeah. instead of uh, coffins, they have these kind of, like, Japanese hotel pods that they yeah. sleep in. 
Uh, anyway, uh, while out on the town, she bites the neck of a guy who, get this, recently had thyroid <laughs> surgery and had to have a prosthetic neck installed. Yeah. And her tooth gets broken off. Yeah, one of her canines. Yeah. One of her biting teeth. One of her biting teeth. So, uh, Shantanu Maheshwari plays Dr. Bikram Roy, who is a struggling uh, dentist who has like... Well, he's not struggling in dentistry. No. He's struggling in love. Well, he, no, and his practice is struggling because uh -huh. no one goes. Well, he's like a night dentist <laughs> and she ends up going there and uh, he... To get her tooth fixed. Yeah, to get her tooth fixed. Uh, you were wondering, would a vampire put their tooth in blood or milk? Yeah, if you lose your tooth and you're a vampire... If you're you a human, you should put it in milk. Yeah, you should put it in milk. But if you're a vampire, do you put it in blood? I would just put it in bloody milk. To yeah, just yeah, <laughs> cover both your bases. Uh, anyway, uh, she goes to get her tooth fixed. He accidentally cuts himself somehow while uh, working uh, on her and drops a bunch of blood in there. Well, just a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, sparks start flying. He's also trying to get married and, you know. Yeah, it's clear where this is going. Like, the vampire and the dentist yeah. are going to fall in love. It's, it's not a huge um, surprise, but, like... But also there's some cops in Calcutta who are kind of like, well, there's, do vampires exist? Well, there's one haunted cop who's an alcoholic who's just like, he must have seen a vampire at some point. Yeah. And everyone makes fun of him, but he's also like, he's seen things. Uh, I would say that this, <clears throat> this first episode... Uh, is probably one of the most impressive ones I've ever seen. It reminded yeah. me of OK Computer. That's what and I was going to say. the amount of work that's been put into this world. Is I, I get OK Computer vibes from this. I wonder if, like as we learned when talking to the creators of OK Computer, if people are going to think that, like, the world of Tooth Party, where vampires have this society and they have all these yeah. rules, like, if that was invented for the show, but, like, it... They're especially Vampire the Masquerade, there has been kind of precedent for this. Mm -hmm. I also forgot to say that Saswata Chatterjee, who's also in The Night Manager, by the mm -hmm. way, uh, one of my favorite guys, he's in this, is a vampire who dresses in sort of like 40s clothes. That's what I'm guessing he got turned into a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. This definitely looks like the most fun. Um, I really want to watch the rest of this, regardless if it's the show we end up picking, because, uh, yeah, it's just like, again, like, the world it's building, the characters, that blend of romance and comedy. A and guy had a prosthetic <laughs> I just, I had such a big smile on my face. And again, like, I think we were totally primed for this just because of things that we're doing elsewhere in yes. our life. But it's like, a very funny coincidence yeah. that this is going on with our extracurricular yeah. activities. But notably, our tabletop role-playing group is, like, really into OK Computer. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... This will yeah. be an easy sell. Yeah. Like, even if we don't do it for the show, we should just watch it with them. Yeah. You don't even need to have a weird uh, service like Hotstar. It's just on Netflix. Yeah. So, it's very would easy. It, would it be against the rules if, like... I mean, we will pick one that will be our next Netflix in Dill, but, like, we can return to some of these shows, yeah, right? Yeah, of course we can. Yeah, it's our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So no one tells us what to do. So Tooth Party's on Netflix. It's eight episodes. Came out over April 20th. I will say, like, I don't see as much chatter about this show as I do about some of the other shows that we've watched for this episode. So, you know, like, you can't That's always, why we need to. Yeah, you can't, you know. And, and, and I don't think that means that people aren't enjoying Tooth Party. I just think, like, sometimes the quirky stuff can really fly under the radar. And if it's not a genre that 
Indian audiences are super familiar with. Like, again, with probably the OK Computer, when people don't understand that it's referencing, like, Asimov and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff, you might not gravitate towards it right away. Whereas yeah. this is referencing Anne Rice stuff. <laughs> but this is another example where I just think that um, Bollywood does such a good job with the horror comedy. Like, it's yeah. it's reliably one of my favorite genres yeah. that they do. So And... I wish they would do just more straight-up horror, but if horror comedy is what we get, I mean, they're, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break here and uh, come back and discuss our last three shows. Yo, guys, my name's Ash King, and I'm coming live for the Bollywood Monster Mashup. Ash King, singer of Barish. Shasha Tirupati, singer of the Hamas song. Ashwarya Pandit, singer of Bate Bate. July 21 and 22, Mississauga Celebration Square. At the largest South Asian festival in Canada, Bollywood Monster Masha. Free concerts presented by TD. Food, shopping, July 21 and 22. For prizes, enter lovers at BollywoodMonsterMashup.com. All right, after that word from our sponsor, uh, next we have Sas Bahu or Flamingo. I think this is the show that you were most looking forward to. I was. And really the reason why we decided to do this episode, because we wanted to watch this show, but there were some other shows we were interested in. Well, what happened was, you know, we'd done pilot season, I guess, three years ago. Yeah. It was a good idea and way to kind of dip our toes into a lot of stuff that was happening. Uh, and but there's I'd just also... so many coming out these days. Yeah. Like, there's so many... Streaming shows. But I'd also and they watched. Are far more interesting than the movies coming out. Yeah. I'd also watched a good video by Tried and Refused Productions, who was also talking about sort of like under discussed mm. streaming shows. And this one and another one coming down. Actually, the next one we're going to talk about after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mentioned both of those. I'm like, holy, that sounds awesome. Yeah. That sounds much better than the movies. <laughs> yeah. I want to see these things. Uh, so, Saspa, who are Flamingo, uh, came out 5th of May, also on Hotstar. Mm-hmm. And this is directed by Homie Adajania, So Who we quite like. He did Being Cyrus and Cocktail and Finding Fanny. Yeah. And um, also, in his photo on Wikipedia, doesn't he look like Cypher Lee Khan and Being Cyrus? Like, Yeah, a little. Like, that's kind of the look that that character had. Yeah. Yeah. His latest film was uh, Angrezi Medium, which... Uh, you know, is kind of a wacky movie. It's it's wacky, and I think like knowing that that was you know that Irfan Khan was sick while making that film. Like, I don't know. I, I liked its energy. I like its energy. I don't know if it completely works. Um, it's not as good as Hindi Medium, but it was it was kind of just wacky in a way that was fun. Yeah, but um, being Cyrus Cocktail and Finding Fanny, I think all three Those of them are fantastic, and yeah. they're all like. They're all clearly kind of from the same director, but do, like, very different things and are very different kind yeah. of stories. So, yeah. Being Cyrus is a movie I think about all the time. Like, yeah. I wish there were more movies like that. I think about Cocktail all the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we could even mention that line from uh, Cocktail right now. Like, why would I wear pants in my own house? This is my own house. Yeah. Uh, listeners, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Homie Adijania is, uh, is a director I'm, I'm always interested to see more of. So Yeah, so... And the cast of this is fantastic. Yeah, I won't say everybody, but there's a ton of people. Yeah. Oh, Nazi Rudin Shah shows up in this? Yeah. Oh, cool. Deepak Dobriel. Yeah, Deepak um, Dobriel we saw in the preview, but uh, Dimple Kapati is the main yeah. 
uh, draw here. Yeah. Uh, Isha Talwar, Angira Dar, and Radhika Madan. Yeah. Um, interesting. She's another big selling point, yeah. I think. Uh, but this takes place in uh, rural India. I forget the name of the province. It wasn't... Uh, it wasn't UP. It was another one, though. I think it was mm-hmm. in Rajasthan, mm-hmm. kind of around that area. And uh, in this series, there is a new drug going around called Flamingo, the um, the effects of which we don't really get, <laughs> uh, but um, it's like a party drug. Yeah. And we see a nerdy guy go and buy some at a club. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think we act, I don't think we see him take it, but later on he basically has a seizure and goes in a coma. Yeah. Um, so we're wondering, well, who made this stuff? Well, <laughs> are the, we wondering who made this stuff? The cops. Well, the cops certainly are. Yeah. We're, in, we're in, about a scene, to find out. in a scene that I really liked, uh, they basically uh, kept waterboarding a guy with fondue and putting his head in a fondue pot yeah. to get the info out of him. Which, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. What's happening is Dimple Kapadia and her her daughter and her two daughters-in-law, which is the title of the show, mm-hmm. Sauce Bahu or Flamingo, so like mother-in-law, daughters-in-law, and Flamingo is the name of the drug. Yeah. Uh, they have started a criminal enterprise where they make this stuff called Flamingo, and basically like all the women in their village, they live in a really big house. Yeah. It's kind of like a castle almost has lots of hidden features. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make this party drug called Flamingo and then send it out to the clubs to sell. And uh, her sons, who are <laughs> rich douchebag layabouts, have no idea. Yeah. They have been um, studying in New York, and I forget what... I think they're both in New York, actually. Yeah. And they have to come home to meet their mother... They come home, like, once a year. Yeah, and meanwhile, their wives are, <laughs> like, super badass. And their mom and sister. And their sister is, like, the uh, the chemist who figures yeah. out new drugs. So she's invented, like, a drug that makes time go slower. Yeah. Uh, one of the daughters-in-law, uh, she finger-bangs a DJ in <laughs> Berlin. That was cool. <laughs> they, they, this show was actually, like, I would say a few of these shows were actually very... Um, over the top in their sexuality, like mm-hmm. things you would never see in a movie. Yeah, uh, which is something we commonly see in Indian streaming series. Yeah, um, but here it's done what's with the, what's the, the Pankaj Tripathi one like? Mirzapur. Yeah, like Mirzapur went further than any Hindi film I've ever seen, and this, you know, it has the it has the makings of that. It's kind of like Girlzapur. But here it's done with um, like. With a lot more style, and it's a lot more tongue-in-cheek, and a lot more comedy. It's very pulpy, yeah. but in more of a fun way than what we found Mirzapur to be kind of depressing. Yeah, one thing that I love about Homie Adyajania is he has great female characters. Like, yeah. that's kind of one of the big takeaways of being Cyrus, especially Cocktail, and Finding Fanny. And I really love what he's doing here with the central for women. Yeah. Um, they're smart. They're funny. They also, like, the back half of this fil- film, the back half of this TV show, this episode, uh, is this extended fight sequence. And it's Yeah, a bunch of guys on awesome. camels show up with swords and they attack 
So I'm, I'm, I really want to see where this goes, and yeah. I'm really interested in what this show has to say about gender. And I mean, like, Dimple Capadia. Yeah. <laughs> She's out pan catching Tripathy. He's pan catching Tripathy. Yeah. Uh, this, and again, I don't know if you'll agree with me, but this kind of reminded me of the movie Pineapple Express, which is melding. That's more of a stoner comedy, but also yeah. melding like gangster violence, but kind of tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. And I thought, like, this whole raid on the compound, and meanwhile, the two brothers are, like, scared by camels. Yeah. They're completely useless. They get in fights all the time, but meanwhile, their whole family is running a gigantic criminal enterprise. They have nothing... That's just comedy. That's just so funny. Yeah, I... Uh, this is getting hard, man. This looks really good. This looks really good. This was my favorite one. I'll say now. I knew I, it. Yeah. So we should have done it at the top of the show where I predicted your favorite one and you predicted mine. I knew this was your favorite. I knew it. Yeah. Because you, you just... You see me having a big You had the face. biggest grin on your face during this like extended action sequence. Yeah. You, were, you were just like... You loved watching these women f*** these guys up. She oh, cut a guy from. That. We're gonna she, have to bleep that. She cut a guy from balls to neck. <laughs> they ruled. Uh yeah. This is, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm I'm into it. I want I want more. Yeah. I want more. And it's only eight episodes. I like a short show. Well, all of these shows are eight episodes, but one. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> never mind that. Yeah. But like. And then yeah. And you then, know, this doesn't seem like pretentious. No. It it kind of feels like. It has a very bad title, though. Mm. I don't. I don't know what I would call it. I haven't seen the whole thing yet. But Sauce Bahu or Flamingo does not like roll off the tongue. Like I don't know Hindi. We've just been calling it Flamingo. Yeah, and like it is descriptive <laughs> of the people in the show, but I don't know if it really like is appealing. Yeah. The name of it. Yeah. Anyway, I really liked it. Yeah, me too. So yeah, on on Hotstar came out May fifth. Um, maybe it will be the one we decide to review next, or maybe it will be Dahad. This is the uh, other one that Trotman Refuse Productions said like is really really good. Oh, and I, kind of under underseen. I didn't realize this was underseen because this is the one that kind of. I mean, he said it. I don't know. Yeah, this is the one going into the episode that I thought. Um, had the biggest profile I, other than the night manager. I would say um, that the last one is the one I've heard the most about. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, this is certainly a big prestige show uh, created by Rima Kagti and Zoya Akhtar, uh, directed in part by Rima Kagti, and premiered at Berlin Ale. It's the first Indian web series to ever play at Berlin Ale. I always wonder about that, like... Because, like, the idol was at cons, right? Yeah. Do they watch the whole thing, or is it, like, an episode or two? It depends. I know the idol was only two episodes, but... Yeah. Like, I don't know how much they did with the Twin Peaks season three. I don't know. How does that work, though? Like... Whereas cause, I... Because I think, like... Unless it's an episodic TV show, like, you're not getting a whole story, so, like, it's more of a prestige thing to debut at these... Yeah, like I know Carlos, the whole thing did, but Carlos was also like cut into like a, a TV movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, and then like I don't know, I know that like the Jane Campion show. It seems like it happens more often these days too. Top of the Lake, Top of the Lake did like some festival stuff. Um, I don't know. I think it depends on. Oh, um, a suitable boy. 
Um, that closed. We watched at a uh, digital film festival. Yeah. Well, it was hybrid, but that closed the Toronto International Film Festival. Yeah. And they played the whole thing. Like, yeah, we had to we watch. Watched, we were on a timer, and we had to watch the whole thing in one sitting. Yeah. Which we, is five and a half hours long. Yeah, too, we so. watched the whole thing. So I think I think it depends. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you wanna Do you wanna set this up for us, Matt? Uh, so this uh, features Sinekshi Sinha. Gulshan Devaya uh, and Vijay Varma. Mm-hmm. Uh, so someone Great who's cast. another uh, Vijay Varma is a guy who was in OK Computer, another mm-hmm. show that we really really like. Yeah. Um, Great cast, great creative team. Like I, I thought this would be a slam dunk. Though interestingly, we never watched. Like we, we watch almost all of Zoya Akhtar and Rima Kagti's projects mm-hmm. except we skipped that one netflix show and i never hear anyone talk about that so that's more of yeah. a romantic comedy that one right yeah i think so yeah yeah there's, but point, there's so much to watch point is you know yeah. like we're almost always interested in what they're doing and yeah sanakshi sinna is i think an actress who um i think she's a lot more interesting she takes a lot more interesting roles yes. than a lot of other actresses from like her generation. Yes. Even though she was stuck yeah. in the Dabong movies, I think something like Akira, not everyone's going to do. Yeah. Uh, something like this. She's She's got the range. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes, I don't think the projects always hit, um, but she she takes really interesting roles. I, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so this takes place in Rajasthan and... Also, uh, I was really excited to see Gulshan Devaya because uh, I really liked him at Bad Haido. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Sanakshi Sinha is a cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, she kind of... Uh, there's a cast issue with her. Uh, we find out later that uh, her dad was like a government guy and the local uh, talkers not interested in working with her mm-hmm. at all. Uh, she's working a case where, um, and this is part of the political commentary in the show, uh, a uh, Hindu girl has run off, scare quotes, mm-hmm. with a Muslim boy. And um, there's kind of a political movement in Rajasthan at the time where these guys are using this as a way to demonize Muslims. They're mm-hmm. you know, basically tar and feathering guys or worse. Um, so it's a politically charged issue, local big deal family involved. So kind of a tough problem. There's another guy sort of haunting around the police station, a poor guy this time, whose sister has also run off. Mm-hmm. And, um, he kind of, he sees where the wind is blowing with this, uh, political group. And he says that his uh, sister ran off with a Muslim guy as well. So that these, uh, Vigilantes basically will kind of take his case as well and use it for their political campaigning and stuff. So that case gets added to the mix. But what we find out in cutting between Sanakshisina and the cops and other sort of cop intrigue is that Vijay Varma is a teacher mm-hmm. who is basically picking up women at bus stations and pretending to be some distant relative Mm -hmm. and murdering them or something we think we're not entirely sure but these women are going missing he's got their pictures he's doing creepy serial killer stuff Mm -hmm. and uh, he doesn't abduct them at first he first starts like he romances them yeah he first romances them and essentially what he does is after abducting them he leaves a note and then he also calls the family pretending to be the guy that she ran off with. Yeah. We do see a girl dying in a um, 
bathroom stall at the very beginning. So mm-hmm. it's insinuated that he's involved with that. So and you get that from the trailer as well. Yeah. But he's super creepy. Yeah. And you want Stan actually send him to take him down. There's this political backdrop is very interesting. Uh, her relationship with um, her police captain. That's uh, Gulshan Devaya, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her relationship with him is really interesting. They... It seems like being a woman on the force seems kind of difficult, even if you're not in a small town in Rajasthan, even if there isn't a cost issue. And her and the captain kind of have uh, ulterior motives behind some of their stuff, too. So there's like lots of secrets happening. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Uh, kind of a bummer, but it's good. Yeah, I, I think from this first episode, this is a great show. Like, yeah. It's well-directed, well-acted, well-written. I just... I just... Compared to some of these other shows, I'm just not having fun with this premise. This does kind of feel like it could have um, been a movie. I, I guess I have to see... Yeah. Over the next episodes, like, what... What stretches it out to eight episodes? Yeah. Serial killers are never, like... They're never something I gravitate towards. But Vijay Varma is. I do like Vijay Varma, but I think just kind of compared to what else is available right now, um, this just feels very dark and very depressing. And granted, like sometimes I have, uh, you know, worked my way through some dark, depressing shows. You watched Top of the Lake? You watched that uh, that Megan Abbott one? Megan. Sharp Objects? The Julian um, Moore one. Yeah. Was that Megan Abbott or was that uh, I think Megan Abbott Gillian was, Flynn? That was Gillian Flynn. Megan Abbott was Dare Me, which was like not a great adaptation of that. Yeah. Movie. You often find um, a sort of like woman detective in some shitty town somewhere has to deal with a thing. Yeah. But I was going to say Delhi Crime. Like, yeah. Delhi Crime was not a show that I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to yeah. be a fun time to watch. And this I'm does really, have a lot in common with that, too. Yeah. It's and more I'm, like Delhi Small Town or like. Yeah. Whatever this tiny town's crime. Yeah, and I'm really glad I watched it, and I do highly recommend that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it it can take a lot out of you, and I just like yeah. I just get the feeling that this show this show might take a lot out of me. Um, but it does feel like like there's all these. British shows, New Zealand mm-hmm. shows, uh, Norwegian shows, all these shows about depressed detectives in some shitty town have to deal with dead women. Yeah. Like, that is that is a not, a, a can't-miss premise. And I wonder if this could, like, be expanded to that. Like, oh, you liked uh, Top of the mm-hmm. Lake? Well, try this one. You'll ne- Like, I don't think you really need to know that much about rural Rajasthan. No. I, knowing sort of the political ideology of these anti-Muslim guys would be useful, but you basically get what they're up to. Yeah. I'm also just a little sick of this. And I'm just, yeah. I'm also just a little sick that this is like the go-to place for prestige television. Murdering women? Um, yeah. Murdering women, serial peaks, killers. I, I agree. Yeah. Again. I think this looks like a great show. I just don't know if it's the show I need in my life right now. Yeah. Um, when I have some other options. Some yes. other options that I think are putting a smile on both mine and your face about the idea of continuing more yeah. um, with some of these shows. Like, But I, I would just... like to see this get picked up by um, 
Like your mom, for instance. She might. Oh, like yeah. This. She might. Like people who she like. She does like a lot of shows about detectives and dead women. So. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> my parents probably also like that kind yeah. of thing. Like Three Pines. Every country has their own mm-hmm. uh, detective having to deal with a bunch of dead ladies in yeah. some town. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would li- I would like it if this became sort of an international sensation because it feels like the sort of thing that's popular. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like I said, I would like to watch the rest of this. Um, Just not right away? Yeah, I don't know if it's the thing that we're necessarily, by the end of this episode, going to choose to carry on with right now. Did we already pick your favorite one? Or is it the last one? The last one is not my favorite one. Oh, so your favorite was (laughs) The Night Manager. No, it's probably Tooth Party. I mean, I I can rank them for you a bit at the end. Sure. Um, Yeah, I I, was probably Tooth Party. Well, we should Um, talk about our last one, which I thought was very cool. Yeah. I I thought it was neat. And this is the one that I've definitely seen the most chatter about. Mm -hmm. So that's Scoop on Netflix, Mm -hmm. uh, created by Hansel Mehta. And this is the shortest one. It's six episodes. Yeah. And also the most recent one. It came out earlier this month. But he did Aligar, Omerta, Scam 1992, which we weren't actually able to watch Mm -hmm. uh, because I was on Sony Live, but I've heard Mm -hmm. nothing but good things about. And if I remember right, that's the same guy as The Big Bull, which the movie was okay. Yeah. But I think, like, that could have been expanded on. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, this uh, came out for Netflix uh, this month. Mm. Yeah. And it's about um, sort of... It's based a, on a true story. It's based on, on a woman's memoir. Yeah, it's a journalist who was kind of around for gang wars mm-hmm. uh, in the, what, early 2000s? 2011. In the early 2010s. Yeah. So it's kind of they mentioned D company and that's kind of been a blind spot of ours mm-hmm. is Satya Oh company. hey it's by the way the a major anniversary of Satya still can't watch it I looked yeah. the other day We've wanted to watch Satya company whatever that other one was the sort of Ajay mm-hmm. Devgan um uh the Ram Gopavarma Yeah we wanted to watch all those early 2000s gangster movies which are apparently very very good but we've mm-hmm. never been able to get a hold of them but this is around that same time Mm-hmm. Also, kind of Satya's nineties. Like, yeah, we'd love to see them. They're not available. Yeah, we don't really have a great grasp on how the gangs worked at this time because those canonical films mm-hmm. we haven't able to. We saw that uh, Class of '86. Was that the TV show, or was it? It was the movie about the movie, encounter yeah. specialists, yeah. and that kind of feeds into this time. And mm-hmm. they bring up encounters in this. It comes up a bit in. Um, and Upana Chopra's book on Shah Khan, too. Yeah, kind of the, the mob being yeah, the mixed way, up in Bollywood, too. The way it impacted Bollywood. Yeah. But uh, I, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Krishna yeah. Tana, who I kept thinking was... Vani Kapoor? I thought she was Vani Kapoor. Oh, okay. <laughs> Karishma, Karishma Tana Bangara was in a bunch of stuff I haven't seen. I'm looking at her filmography. Uh, she was in Sanju. Great. Um... She, it seems like she's more of a TV person. Yeah, this was not the most recognizable cast for me. But I think that she's a really good actress. She plays a reporter who gets mixed up in the um, Bombay underworld. And it kind of looks at journalistic ethics, I guess. Yeah, so the entire first episode, kind of she's competing with other journalists to get kind of... The inside scoop on this shooting that has happened. And 
are the cops telling the truth about who was involved? Were they involved? Crime Bureau, Investigative Bureau, like, are the cops different wings fighting each other? And the various media outlets are clearly, like, competing with one another. And at the very end of the episode, a a journalist is murdered. Yeah. It also ties in Osama bin Laden getting killed. Yeah. From what I understand, based on the title of um, the Real Life Figures memoir, Behind Bars in Baikula, My Days in Prison. uh, Sounds like it doesn't go good. (laughs) Yeah, she gets accused uh, of the murder. I'm not entirely sure how that all shakes down, because again, the the first episode is just setting things up. Um, Yeah, this this is, again, it was like, I, I have a very similar feeling um, for, for this show that I did with Tahad, I was like, yeah, this looks like a very good show. This one clearly, was really nicely shot. Yeah, clearly well shot, well written, well acted. Um, Don't Han- care. <laughs> Hansel Mehta is, is a filmmaker who I think, uh, you know, makes makes worthwhile projects that are, you know, capital I important. Yeah. But I just don't know if I cared. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, like, I don't want to be hard on this show. I, I encourage people to watch it. I think, yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is clearly a good show. If you're familiar with the gangland stuff at the time, I think you might get more out of it. Yeah, I'm just not excited by it. Yeah. Um, the way I'm excited about some of these other shows. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and a lot of people are, are, are talking about it, which I think is good. I think it has, you know, like... It's a good premise. Ethics, ethics and journalism, I think, is a fascinating topic. I wish we um, had some of those here. Yeah, I I love movies and shows about journalists. Um, She's a real Lois Lane type. But, yeah, again, like, maybe... We watched this one kind of in the middle. Um, we watched, and, by the way, we watched all six of these in one day. Yeah, we watched all So, in order to maintain our journalistic integrity, we wanted to have them all... <laughs> Fresh in our memories. Yeah. And this was right in the middle. We went bestseller, The Night Manager, Scoop, Flamingo, Tooth Party, Dahad. Yeah. Um, and I think I think I found this one a little bit tiring. There's a lot of things to follow. Yes. Um, there's a lot of names. There's a lot of names. There's a lot of info dumping. There's like three different newspapers and people getting fired. And Yeah. Yeah, you didn't get... And yeah, yeah, a lot of characters. Yeah, and I just thought, yeah, this looks really good. I am not excited about it. Mm-hmm. I when I have six shows to choose from, and maybe Farzi, this is not the one that excites me. But I still think it's it's worthwhile. It seems good. Yeah, and, and it doesn't. It yeah, completely worth watching. Just maybe not right now. Yeah, and this comes back around to like, man. What is happening in the streaming space is so much, at least with TV shows, not necessarily with movies that are going straight to streaming. All of these except bestseller, I thought the premise was interesting enough. Like, Which, had this been a movie, I would have been really excited to watch it. I'm excited to watch many of them as TV shows as yeah. well. Yeah, and bestseller, in hindsight, maybe shouldn't have been in contention. Because this. it's in the wrong year or whatever, <laughs> and not even like the end of 2022. It was in February. They just hadn't changed the thing on Amazon that says new show. <laughs> That's how it tricked me. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but yeah, like this this is just a much more interesting space than, than what we're seeing with coming out of movies. Like I would rather watch 
five of these shows than most of the movies that have come out this year. Yeah. Uh, Which we've started, and by the way, you're not missing much. Yeah. Okay, so my ranking of not necessarily quality, but, but what wa- I would... Wanting to watch this? What I want to watch the most to what I want to watch the least. Okay. I think Tooth Party. Yeah. Flamingo. Yeah. Night Manager. Dahad Scoop bestseller. That's my ranking. Again, not a necessarily of which shows I think are the best, but just like what I want to, what I feel like watching right now. My list is the same. I would just flip Flamingo for Tooth Party. Okay, so how how are we going to make this decision? I don't know. <laughs> do both. Maybe not right away, but I, I do want to. Is watch. that in the spirit of pilot season? Okay, let me remember what happened last time. Uh, let me pull that episode. Well, last sure. time it was just so clearly the family man. <laughs> yeah, the family man dominated. Whereas yeah, Push Pavali was our runner-up. Five out of six of these are like excellent shows. Yeah, we're we're actually not even like the choices are very. Uh, yeah, this is a much harder. This is exactly decision. the opposite. Where one show was bad and five are good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like it was so clearly the Family Man last time. We really liked Push Pavali. Um, Little Things is is fun, but like I think you watched all you watched it. Didn't I you? had already watched a lot of it, which was part of the problem. Um, and then like I know people are fans of Former Shots. Please never really connected with us. No, and, that um, just sucked. I Sorry. think the last one was like oh I forget the name of it. It was like about that school. It's like... It's Taj Mahal 1989. Taj Mahal 1989, yeah. Don't remember anything at all. I'm yeah, pretty sure that's totally, a remake of a Korean show or totally something. Totally forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. Bestseller, also forgettable. It's yeah. leaving my mind right now. Yeah. Okay. Between Flamingo but it's also, and Tooth Party. It's also interesting to me how... You know, I mean, back in 2020, I think we thought the, the streaming show space was exciting. You know, we, we'd seen some great shows... But now I'm just like, oh my god, there is so much interesting content, and you know, a lot of uh, a lot of major creators are yeah. being drawn to this space. Sanjay Leo um, Bansali, any minute now, he's got a show coming out. Yeah, a lot of probably big, want to watch that too. A lot of big actors, like it. It doesn't seem like you know. Oh yeah, Saifeli Khan. Think and, about this, like, and your Akasha Prabhakar Maditya Matwani doing uh, Sacred Games. Doing sacred games like that's Radica like that's in none of these. It's all the time show me now. <laughs> yeah, but like, like that doesn't seem like an outlier anymore. It's like it seems you know. like if yeah, Shahi Kapoor is on Farzi. Yeah, like it seems like actually the actors have figured out that you get a lot more prestige and you can go places yeah. on TV. And creators, I think, are also figuring out that you can like do interesting things and tell interesting stories. Pato Lok, they could have never gotten away with as a movie. Yeah. Um, it's a fantastic TV show. It seems like this is the best way to just get around the censors. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And um, I'm very happy about it. Again, we're not even mentioning, like, there's probably another six... 12 more shows out there we could have put on here. There's so much stuff out. Yeah. So, I don't know how to solve this, though. So, who's going to budge? Um, do we just roll it? Sure. Okay. Go get a dice. Odds and evens. What kind of dice? Uh, I don't know. Six-sider. Okay. Basically, anything that isn't a three-sided dice. <laughs> We're doing this live, folks. We're doing this live. She's going in the other room. She's getting a die. 
She's getting a vampire die. That's a lie. Vampire uses ten-sided dice, and I told her to get a six. I can get a ten. That would be unfair. <laughs> it would be pushing it towards Tooth Party this by using so, vampire dice. This is me so annoying. Okay, to so edit. Tooth. No, no, I'm just leaving it. Okay. Tooth Party odd. Okay. Flamingo even. All right, and I'm rolling. Yeah. Yeah, because you called out your evens. Even. Flamingo. It's going to be Flamingo. I mean, we're going to watch Tooth Party anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure we're going to watch Tooth Party anyway. And that's one we might even just watch with the gaming group. Yeah. Just and I'm, I'm, I'm watching Night Manager because... Uh, yeah, I want to watch Night Manager too. Yeah. Maybe not right away. This. Yeah. Oh, God. I didn't even 20... mention Class, which I watched like by myself. <laughs> oh, the Elite? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that looked bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, so... Flamingo. Flamingo. Flamingo, it seems like no one's talking about. Cool. And it's really cool I, so we should bring it up yeah yeah plus all of the you know Dimple Kapadia and Radhika Madden friends you know Night Manager I know I know that's a lot of you so yeah Night Manager yeah. doesn't need our help it's got a lot of attention Dahad is a Rimakati production and uh, Zoya Akhtar so like it's got pretty big o-tourism behind it Berlin Ale Berlin Ale yeah uh, Scoop everyone's talking about it online uh, and it's on Netflix the, the show on Hotstar uh, by a creator I, we like, I think is worth like expanding yeah. on. I am always excited when it's not Netflix or Amazon. Yeah, because I, you know, I don't want them to have the monopoly. Okay, so um, I guess like Hotstar is also like Disney, but for it us, isn't here. Yeah, for us here in Canada, it isn't. It's still like a separate service, so and it it still feels like they're an never going to mesh them here. I have no idea. Right? Like, yeah. there's no demand for it. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be our next Netflix and Dill, but it's not our next episode. No. In order to get to the candy-coated, fun <laughs> drugs world of Flamingo, we're going to have to do some digging. We, we As we've already mentioned, uh, we're working on the mid-year review. That is the next episode. Um, so bear with us. Those, those episodes are always a beast. Um, but... You know, we like them, and it seems like you guys like listening to them. So. They are some of our most popular ones. Yeah. Our most popular and difficult to pull off. Yeah. So, yeah, join us in, in two weeks to find out what movies came out that weren't Patan. Were there any movies that came out that were Patan? There was a Salman Khan film. No one's talking about that. Like, is it good? I don't know. No. No. Uh, in the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up with the show? At Bollywood Pod, at Matt underscore B O W E S, at Aaron E. Fraser, Facebook.com slash Bollywood for Lovers, Tumblr.com slash Bollywood for Lovers. Rate and review us, please. Yeah. We also have an email, Bollywood for Lovers at gmail.com. We always forget to mention that, but. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys heard of this stuff, email? <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be the thing of the future. Also, um, you have another podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have another podcast that I do with Paul Matwichuk called Trash Art in the Movies. You're looking at me like, it, like it's you're remembering the name. <laughs> no, we're just recording this a bit ahead of time, so I don't know what we're doing over there. But well, you would be doing the uh, wrap-up of recent stuff you watched. No, I think by the time this is out, like, our Cormac McCarthy episode is out. So, um, yeah, if you're interested in Cormac McCarthy films and specifically the lesser-known ones, like All the Pretty Horses and The Counselor, uh, go check that out. I'm excited. Um, Did you watch The Counselor already? I have not rewatched The Counselor yet. Are you doing it tonight? Um, probably Friday afternoon. Okay, I do want to watch that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and while you're checking out that show, leave us a rating and a review for this show. You can get a Biffle point. 
So fun. Um, and on that note, we want to thank Becca Dalkey for our artwork. Um, because do, do you think Tuffy would have a TV we show? We love Tuffy. What would his show Someone be? Someone the other day even asked us, hey, is this Tuffy? And I was like, yeah, yeah that's it totally is. Tuffy. He finally caught on to our secret. Yeah. I feel like Tuffy's show would be like, um, like little vignettes. Yeah. I don't know if he's built for like a crime drama. He's too good. Yeah. Maybe if he was a heroic cop dog. <laughs> yeah. 